Hello, everybody, and indeed, welcome to another edition of the Chicago Tony V Show. Good morning. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to episode 165 of our show. We just keep streaming along. That's what we do. I really, I've been doing this uh, little pre-show stuff on Reddit. We were just having really a good old time this morning listening to uh, Soul Brother number one, James Brown. That's what we were doing right before recording the podcast. For those of you that, who are who are in uh, the Reddit live stream wondering what in the hell is this uh, fat old dude doing on Reddit, we're recording the Chicago Tony V Show, episode 165. You can find it on all your uh, uh, pod catchers. Is that a, a correct term? Pod catchers. You can find it on Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, um, Good Pods, which is like a podcasting social media platform, which I don't understand at all. But all my podcasting friends seem to be on it. I need to have someone reach out and help me. Um, so... Anyway, happy Tuesday to everyone. Hopefully now we're in the flow of a week. We uh, we knocked off the ring rust from the weekend. Monday, we're back in the game. We're doing stuff. And now Tuesday, this needs to be one of those full stride days. Uh, the way I see life, I think uh, where you make your money is Tuesday through Thursday. The rest is just a, a four-day uh, weekend. It's just contemplative, right? That's kind of the way I see it. So I guess today's Tuesday. I'd better uh, take my own medicine and make something of myself today. We'll see how it goes. Amber is super curious about my meeting with uh, Tyra. Tyra's one of my money pennies. She had uh, actually, it turns out, three, three packages for me. I'll get into that. Why I don't want to get into it right off the bat, I'm not entirely sure. Or maybe I should. Maybe I should get right into it. You guys know that I've had to uh, be a little secretive about my whereabouts, right? For several reasons. Several reasons. I guess, first of all, this is a good... I got so away from my disclaimer that uh, I, that's probably a bad idea. So let me bring it back for old time's sake, all right? Everything I say is allegedly it's for entertainment purposes only, okay? I'm just a crazy person on the internet. Please don't believe a single word that I say. Uh, so having said that, all right, I've had to be a little secretive, right? Because of my alleged past way back when. I like to think I'm a changed person now. And it's almost like I'm living a different life. But, I mean, so one of the reasons is just because uh, there might be allegedly some people who, um, you know, would like to find me and I, and I would, I would not care for that. I would not care for that. I used to talk a lot about, you know, being in the Kroger parking lot, right? And someone, someone just, uh, comes up and ends the story of Chicago Tony V and, you know, I, I guess there'd be worse ways to go, right? I think I was saying the other day, a grabber wouldn't be that bad. Getting whacked, uh, honestly, probably wouldn't be that bad because, bam, it's over. But then there are other reasons that I've had to be kind of secretive. To my amazement, you know, when I started doing this little in interaction that we do, uh, you know, some of the uh, ladies on the live stream got kind of interested about where the big diesel lives. One of the things I've learned about doing this is, ironically, I'm a, uh, I would say I'm a private person. Yet, I'm a private person who live streams on the internet day after day. So, it's a weird thing. I will admit. I will admit. And uh, so, anyway, yesterday was the day. Some pepperonis had reached out. Amber, of course, is uh, one of the VIP of all VIPs who had reached out and said, hey, Hey, Tony, I would like to send you something. So I had to figure it out. I decided, okay, Tyra's going to be my safe house. She's going to be my mailboxes, etc. And uh, uh, so so I, I gave any pepperoni that wanted to send me something, I gave him Tyra's address. I thought this would work out great. So I was 
after the show yesterday, I was to travel to uh, Tyra to pick up my loot, <laughs> whatever it is. Hopefully not mail bombs, you know, or what's that? What's that powder? Anthrax, right? I hope nobody does the anthrax mailings anymore. Wouldn't that just be the luck? If if I have a fan of the show that uh, maybe has a, a either a, a weird sense of humor or it's just a uh, just has a rotten soul and mailed me anthrax. Well, at any rate, I head out uh, uh, by let's see about an hour after we stopped recording yesterday. I'm heading out for Tyra to go see Tyra. And uh, thank God, about 20 minutes in, I get a phone call from Tyra. Now, Tyra never calls me. I won't say never, but I mean almost never. So I thought it was weird that she called me, picked up. She's always delightful to talk to. Loved, she's a lovely, lovely person. I was super excited to catch up with her yesterday. I don't get to see her in person on anything near a regular basis. So I was super excited. Well... She sounded, she was, she seemed hesitant. It's like, well, that's weird to get a phone call. And then it's like, what's up? And then there's hesitation, right? It's like, okay, what's going on? So uh, it turns out she just finally said, okay, well, look, listen, I may have been exposed to this flu deal. She didn't use our term. She was, there's another term that apparently is like the accepted term for this thing. I can never remember it. She used that term. I should have written it down. But anyway, I the message was loud and clear. I said, oh, God, are you okay? You sound fine. Are you okay? You feeling okay? Yeah, I'm feeling fine. Yeah, she sounded good. Feeling fine. I said, okay. All right. Well, tell me more about this. Well, she... She had been down to uh, visit her parents over the weekend, and uh, and family and everything. She's from like Southern Indiana, somewhere down there. It's got it's one of those towns with a name that's actually like a foreign country. She said it, and I can't remember what it was, but it was like you know Russia. It wasn't China, Indiana, Russia, China. Constantinople. I don't know what the hell it was, but it was like a country name. I remember that. But oh, I was down there. We were, I was hugging people. We were having a good old time. And, uh, and then she says, I just got a call like 10 minutes ago. Thus and so, you know, Aunt Millie or whoever it was has the flu deal. It's official, positive. So, I'm thinking, okay. I mean, for me personally, I'm. It's okay. I take such good care of myself. <laughs> I can't even say that with a straight. I can't even say that without laughing. I take good, such good care of myself, and I have, I have good advisors in my corner. Okay, Robo Kitty, she's on the front lines. She's a medic in New York City. She's one of my advisors. Amber. Amber used to work in the ER for years. She's an advisor. Georgie girl, I'll take it with a grain of salt, but no matter what, I could be like, uh, I skin my elbow. You'd better go to the doctor, MRI, you know, that sort of thing. But sometimes I would still maybe run some things past her. Anyway, I was feeling okay, but it's one, it's, it's, it's one of those uh, situations where I didn't quite know what Tyra was getting at. You know, the thing with this whole flu deal, the thing with this whole flu deal is it's kind of like playing poker a little bit, right? You don't necessarily know where people are coming from. You don't know. You don't know what they're up to, what they're thinking. So... And I finally said, okay, I said, just so you know, Tyra, I, um, I feel fine. 
visiting with you. I think I said I was straight up. I said, "Now, I'm gonna have a try. I'm gonna want to give you a hug because that's what I do, right?" And I I really have tremendous affection for her. She is a special, special person. So I said, "You know, it'll be it'll be hard, whatever, keeping my distance, but I I can do it." Um. Well, still a little. She was basically saying, oh, I don't know, you know, long and the short, she just, she wasn't comfortable. She wasn't comfortable. She, she started talking about, okay, maybe what we could do is we'll figure out a way for like, okay, we could like meet in the street. Like our cars could sort of pass each other, you know, windows down and I'll throw your, the mail through the window. And I'll hold my breath. It was fuck. It was ridiculous. <laughs> she was basically trying to find a way. That was one of her ideas. There was. Uh, she was trying to find a way to uh, transfer the packages, which she's excited to do. She, by the way, she did say that she she is super uh, happy to uh, to be the to be the mailbox. For the fans, she she had, for some weird reason she loves that. But she, she was talking about all these trumped up ways. I said, now let me okay, let me get this straight. Like so, you haven't you feel fine? Yeah, I feel great. And you haven't been tested, right? Well, no, but she was gonna get a test. Like then, what she was gonna do that day is now I gotta figure out which. Apparently, there are multiple tests. I'm trying not to talk too much. It's so funny. I feel like I'm in the danger zone talking about this flu deal. Anyway, she was coming up with such ridiculous ways. Essentially, what she was saying is, I don't feel comfortable interacting with you at all, but let's get together to make the handoff. It really felt like some sort of drug deal, right? Right here, here you. Let me give you the envelope of money, and then let's not even let our eyes meet. And it's like I, I, uh, I love this person. She, she's lovely. So I was really looking forward to visiting with her. I finally said, Tyra, look, let's wait till the dust settles. Let's reschedule. Let's reschedule. National State seventy one thirty one says, I know Tyra. She was in my math class. Uh, well, I hope you tutored her then, uh, you, because uh, uh, my guess is she probably barely made it through. Lovely, lovely person, but I, I would not, uh, I would not ask her to do math willy nilly. It's not her strength. Oh, we have uh, Nth Creations from Italy. Buongiorno. How do I not even? Is that hello in Italian? How can I not know that? I'm freaking Italian. You know, if I had more time, learning Italian would be one of the things I would do. Anyway, Amber, long and the short of it is, I ended up not meeting Tyra yesterday. She's uh, actually, I hope she gets back to me today because she was gonna get a test yesterday. She's all worried. Which, you know, God love her. I don't want, I don't want, uh, I don't want her to have to worry. So whatever. So I'm going to see what she says. And then, and then when the dust settles, I will, I will meet with her and we'll have a good time. I'll take her to lunch. But it was one of those weird days. It really made me think about, um, (laughs) it was like a, uh, I don't know if I'll use the correct term, but it's like a microcosm of, of everything in society right now just everything's gummed up all this stopping and starting i was talking the other day i think maybe yesterday about you know what does a conversation about school look like and it's always the same oh little billy loved uh he's loving third grade he got to go the first two days and then they changed up the rules and the stopping and the starting and someone got someone tested positive it's just Amber says she probably won't test positive until after she already has symptoms. That's what happened with our family. Maybe so. So Amber, what should I do? Should I then wait a little bit? Um, 
Should I, should I, if she tests negative, does that mean I should still wait? Oh, she says it's different for everyone. Huh. Cheesy Hornblower69. Uh, very nice, crazy comment. I'm just going to read it because it's one of the crazier comments. I don't mean to egg you on. But uh, Cheesy Hornblower says, I'm back from the great pontoon boat vasectomy. I was given 1,000 hugs by 10,000 lightning bugs for a grand total of 1 million hugs. As the song clearly states, you would not believe your eyes. That's quite a comment, sir. Very well done. It's probably the last verbose nebulous comment of yours that I'll read just because that took a lot of brain power just to go through it, just to process it. <laughs> I have my neurons don't don't fire as quickly as they used to. National state says uh, there's false positives, too. So maybe maybe get two tests. And Tank says uh, he would wait like three days. See, well, th uh, yeah, thank you all. It sounds like you all are, are, are generally advising to me, uh, me to be cautious, right? Which it's probably not a bad thing. Be a little cautious. Take it easy. So I'll do that. It really makes me wonder, though. Like, you know, like I want to go, I, I want to go see my mom. I've been just thinking, and my brothers, of course, and nieces and nephews. It's been a while. And it just makes me wonder, should, should I get the lay of the land before? Is it like a uh, courtesy thing to like warn people? Do, do I need to, do I need to make phone calls and be like, hey, I'm going to be in town in three days. What's your status? How are you feeling? Do you have any sniffles? Just so you know, I don't have any sniffles or maybe I do by then. Is this a thing? Is this a thing? Hello, Bullfrog. Good to see you again. The second coming of Tony V. Says Bullfrog. Yeah, Tyra was very hesitant. She's scared, which makes me feel bad. So I do think in general, I mean, I'm going to let her, but it, I mean, I'm sorry, but there is a level of kind of hilarity to this. Now that's mostly just my personality, right? I, I can kind of see humor in lots of different situations and, and, uh, just sort of as she was going through all the weird ass ways that she would get my mail to me, it was just kind of funny. It's like uh, uh, Tyra. Okay, so let's say, let's say there are Tyra germs on the mail. Well, if you just like one of the ideas is uh, okay, I'll set them on the ground outside. Let's not even get near each other. I'll set the mail on the ground, like outside your door, and then you you come out and pick up the mail. It's like, what the hell are you talking about? Does that, does that mean um, 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 these flu germs can't get on the mail? Is it only from breathing that we're worried about getting this, this thing? I don't know. Amber says the power of fear has definitely overtaken the world. Yeah. Seems like it. I mean, even I'll say even for myself. Now, I'm not particularly afraid of this flu deal. But the, I really have noticed I'm quite stressed out and afraid in other ways. Um, I think maybe I'm afraid. Maybe it's that I'm afraid of the reaction to this thing. Right? Um, whatever. I've, it's it's going to be one of those. I, I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. There's always a silver lining. And I think maybe one of the things for me is it's, uh, it's going to it already has really it, it's got me back into uh, prayer you know which is a good thing this whole thing has been a good reminder that uh, I'm not uh, I'm not God even even though um, 
even though Bullfrog says the second coming of Tony V. <laughs> Amber said, I had the flu deal while making uh, while making your mail, but it's probably gone by now, allegedly. <laughs> oh my gosh, Amber, what a thought. Could you imagine? Should I have it tested? Please. I, I need to take... I would actually enjoy that. I would enjoy that. Taking it to one of these testing facilities. No, no. Don't test me, but I want you to swab in between the stitches of this uh, cross stitch. Please. Because... And you know what's funny? I'll bet they do it. National State 7131 says, I would drop cookies off to grandma and just wait in the car for her to come out and wave. Yeah. I'm sure she, I'm sure she appreciated the heck out of that. What on earth is going on here? Says one cleverly named user. <laughs> I love your Reddit name. Hey, join the party. Sit back and hang out. And then you tell me what's going on. I do this every morning, 7 a.m. You'll see this fat face and this cheeky smile. And uh, and 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 I'm going to sit here and talk to you through this camera because I have nothing better to do. Welcome to the show. One cleverly named user. Oh, Tank has given his uh, music homework. Black Sabbath NIB. Holy cow. Black Sabbath. That's going back. That's going way back. It reminds me, I I noticed YouTube showed me a video yesterday, which I did not end up watching, but it was some, um, it was like a punk band or something that um, it's it's it said, uh, whoever it was, I, I didn't notice who it was, but it's like these dudes came back to play their, you know, hit single, whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm telling you, it was like the, the three of the most overt grandpas ever. Like you would look at these dudes. There is nothing about them now that that said, uh, "Oh, they're they're punk rockers," or they were they were punk rockers. It's just three grandpas. I, I you know how YouTube will show you the sometimes they show you the video even if you're not on it. They show they show the movement and whatever. And uh, <laughs> I, I looked at it and it's like, all I can think about is I hope these guys don't fall out of their chairs. They'll, they'll break bones very easily. Anyway, here we go. Now we got a deep dish pizza uh, question. <laughs> it's been a while since we have been asked about deep dish. I actually can't remember. So Bullfrog wants to know, is is Deep Dish the best pizza? I want to see what Tank... Okay, so Tank says Deep Dish is for people who visit. We do tavern style. Yeah. See, I think, and we've been through this before, I think tavern style is what on the East Coast is called grandma style, I think. I'm with you, Tank. I, I can't do Deep Dish very much. It's too heavy. It's like a boat anchor. But the grandma style, or it's also sometimes called Detroit style, maybe a little bit. Um, my favorite pizza joint in all of the world. If anyone is, is in the Chicago area and you want to try the uh, the Big Diesel's favorite pizza of all time, Pal Joey's Pizza. In, uh, I can't remember, West Chicago? I think it's in West Chicago. Pal Joey's Pizza. Wait, Tavern Style's Thin Crust. Anyway, this is making me hungry, which is bad. It's only 7.30 in the morning. I was in the uh, grocery store yesterday, and, uh, I saw that, uh, and I went down the cereal aisle. Big mistake. I was saying to Georgie the other day on the show, it's like normally I don't let myself go through the cereal aisle. But I just got curious. 
I wanted to see what's up, what's new. They had like a, there's like a chocolate Captain Crunch now. It took every bit of, of pathetic willpower I could muster to not buy a box of chocolate Captain Crunch. It's all I could do. I wonder how Georgie's doing. She was not, she was not with us yesterday or today. I shall give her a call. See how she's doing today. Yeah, everyone's gonna have pizza for lunch, right? This is putting this is putting pizza on the brain. I, th I think we're also missing Robo today. Holy cow! You do enough of these shows. That's a beauty. You guys, um, uh, you know, yes, take some time off, right? I'll always be sitting here tomorrow morning, you know? It's the way it happens. Um, let's see. Uh, it seems like there was something else that was on my mind. Oh, yeah. So I had a, a, a sit down yesterday. I had a meeting, which is good for me. I think it's good to uh, be around people. I need more and more of that. Um, but uh, it was interesting. So it was at a it was at a bar and I was messed up. It, it really messed me up. And I'll tell you why. So behind, you know how bars, they put TVs everywhere, right? So it's it's hard enough for me not to um, just focus on like if it's a football game, I'm going to. I'm going to naturally want to watch the football game. Well, this was a Monday morning, so or Monday afternoon, no football. And uh but the TV behind the fella I was meeting with, dear friend, had uh of all things the Mori Povich show be uh, on it. The Mori Povich show. Now, I don't suggest anyone listens to the Maury Povich show for any reason, but I'm just going to sort of riff on it for a minute because it was fascinating. I don't know that I had ever watched the Maury Povich show with the sound off, which, of course, is what I did. No bar is going to be like, of, of all these TVs, let's turn up Maury and see what he has to say. And the reason no one would do that is we already know what it's saying we already know what the people are saying we already know what the crowd's doing the crowd is ooing and eyeing and the uh uh and the guests on the show are like i'm gonna kick your ass you know and and then maury what he's saying is you are not the father or is let's see or did jerry springer did they both do that I don't know, but it was interesting to watch this with the sound off and just, I, I, first of all, I was blown away that this program is still on on the air. I hope to God it was a rerun and not, they're not still making these shows. But uh, what has happened to us? Where, how, how, why is this still being shown? Why was it ever shown? With the sound off, you can see how formulaic it was. It's just like, I mean, how many years, thank Christ, has it been since I've ever watched an episode of Maury Povich or Jerry Springer or all that stuff? It's been, I mean, a long time. And from what I could tell, it looks like it hasn't changed. Tank says, I'm so glad I'm not a stay-at-home guy. Afternoon TV is brutal. Yes, I can remember being a kid. Did you guys ever have this? And gals. Staying home as a kid and you get to watch daytime television and you realize, oh, it's this it's this whole world that I didn't know exist, existed. I mean, like soap operas for, for starters. It's like, what the hell is this? What is this all about? Why does my mother want to watch this? Now, as a kid in Chicago, of course, the Bozo Show, that was that was the deal. If you were homesick, you could watch the Bozo Show. I, I love doing that. But yeah, daytime television is this whole different thing. 
And I guess I guess it's still going on. Who would watch the Maury Povich thing? You know, who would do that? Tank makes a good point. Game shows. Tank watched game shows when he was a kid. Yes. I did too, now that I think about it. Price is right. Absolutely. Great space coaster. No doubt. Do you guys remember one? This is a Chicago one. I'm speaking just to the Chicago folks. This, I think there's a snowball's chance because you guys are younger than I am. Does anyone from Chicago remember the Giggle Snort Hotel? (laughs) The Giggle Snort Hotel. Now, I believe that that show was actually on Sunday mornings or maybe Saturday mornings. It was the dude that would make things out of clay he was he was the hotel operator and all the other characters or almost all the other characters on the show were actually made of clay there was one gorilla dude who was like the bellhop or whatever that was a puppet but then other things were clay there was a dragon dirty dragon I guess that was a puppet too Maybe there was only one character made of clay now that I think about it. Shit, I don't know. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Tank says, My dad used to bartend at Giggle Snorts on the north side. So there was a real place called Giggle Snorts? I'm sure the show came first. I'm positive. Maybe not, though. I, I Now this is a research project for me. I really do. Okay, I, I don't... I, I totally miss local television programming. I mean, it kind of doesn't exist anymore. Now, it's, people could say, well, local news. Yeah, but so much of that is dictated from, you know, the overlords, right? Don't they get their scripts from New York or Switzerland or wherever the hell the globalists live? They don't really do much, hardly any local news anymore. But man, when I was a kid, that local programming was the shit. It was the shit. Like even shows, who remembers Romper Room? Anyone? Anyone? Well, and I'll even use the uh, Bozo Circus. Okay. So that was a Romper Room and Bozo Circus were both examples of, uh, what would they call it? Um... They were, uh, why can't I think of the word now? Franchises, right? So there was a Bozo, our Bozo, the Chicago Bozo, was not the original Bozo. That show started, I'm pretty sure, in L.A. Different dude, different clown suit. Now, historically, um, historically, our Bozo, I think, ended up being the, the most famous Bozo and who everyone thinks of. But he was not the original. Now, Romper Room, same deal. That was a... So my Romper Room lady was local to me. You go to Des Moines, Iowa, those kids watching that Romper Room, that was a different lady. Local to them. You know? Johnny Crow wants me to calm down. I assume you're talking to me. Um... I didn't realize I was all that worked up, but thank you. I'll take any guardrails, you know, that are offered. Help is not a bad thing. There was a bar named Giggle Snorts, says Tank. I got to look into that. Amazing. Giggle Snorts bar. All right. I think it's time for the mailbag, everyone. I hope everyone's having a good Tuesday. Let's see. Anyone who wants to send mail into the show, there's the email address. Chicago, Tony V, like vasectomy at gmail.com. Now, uh, I think I said yesterday, there's something like 2,000 unread uh, email messages for the show. I'm starting to get concerned that maybe the mailbag's getting too, too popular. I don't know. I'm, I might need to uh, confront one of the money pennies. Usually it's Becky that goes through. Um, tell us about the last time you ate pork, says Johnny. Uh, let's see. 
First of all, it was probably two days ago, which means that's too long ago for me to remember. I can only remember things that are either 30 years ago or like five seconds ago. Okay, first letter. Dear Tony, did you see Bitcoin took a big dip yesterday? Makes me quite nervous. What's your take? Should I hold? Should I sell? This is uh, from Don from Nebraska. First of all, Don, I'm not a financial advisor. I'm not a financial show. I don't give financial advice. Um, Wait, Amber says there's a Giggle Snort Hotel in Indiana? No kidding. Where is it? Maybe I can go check it out when I go to the Indy. Good morning, Robo Kitty. Glad you made it, dear. I have completely neglected this question I just read. So uh, uh, Bitcoin took a big dive. I'm nervous. So Don, yes, I don't give financial advice. I'm not a financial advisor. I'll just give you my opinion for entertainment purposes only. So Bitcoin's at like what, 43, 43 grand? I mean, it's hardly a sky is falling thing. I mean, if Bitcoin goes down under 20, then we'll talk. Um, You know, but uh, I don't think, I mean, just look at it from a little bit of a long-term perspective. And I don't know, I'd say it's doing pretty well. Now, I still personally don't trust it. I'm not a big Bitcoin guy. Um, That's just me. But I mean, it's not not, uh, anywhere near a dead duck. So I would just say, settle down. Now, I would also say, don't be all in on any, you got to diversify, right? That's what I would do. Amber Glow says it's in Valparaiso, Indiana. I got to think of where Valparaiso is. If anyone's looking on a map, isn't that like northeast of Indianapolis? Indianapolis is like right in the center of the state. Valparaiso. Is that northeast? Am I remembering correctly? wonder how far from India it is. When I go to the Indy, if I wanted to go see the Giggle Snort Hotel and Bar, I wonder how long that would take me. <laughs> Musaki, has anyone uh, says, has anyone ever told you you look like a white Will I Am? Anyways, did you know you can just Google how to make a petrol bomb and it'll tell you how to do it I'm not telling you to check it out or anything but if you've ever needed to make it (laughs) I mean how complicated can that be right by petrol I I, gas right gasoline all you need is a freaking match and a gas canister right which I do not condone don't do it entertainment purposes only Interesting comment, Musaki. Welcome to the show. Let's see. Uh, Valpo is uh, Tank says Valpo is where the people who are tired of Illinois taxes move. Oh, it's north. It's northwest. Yeah, yeah. It's on the way to Indy from Chicago. It's not northeast. I wonder what. There's some town northeast. Evansville? Shit, I don't know. Valpo, that's right. If only I had 30K to put in there, says Robo, I'd make a quick 10K into Bitcoin. You think it's going back to 53 then? That's what you're saying? And that's true, dear. You got to have money to make money. That's it. That's true. Valpo, yeah. 45. Okay. How could I not remember that? It sucks getting old. I've been through Valparaiso. I don't know. A thousand times. <laughs> Yet I can't remember where it is. Goofy. Fun fact, says Tank. Chicago is an hour away from Chicago. Damn traffic is back. Oh, God. You know, the uh, dear friend of mine, the fella I was having lunch with yesterday, uh, He, he, I could always count on him. He'd come to visit me in Chicago, and he would always say at least one once a visit, this town needs an enema. 
which I wonder if he got that from the Batman movie. I was watching the original Batman movie the other day, and and the Joker said that. I was like, holy cow. I wonder if my buddy got it from the Joker movie. Probably so, I guess. Robo thinks Bitcoin is going to 60K. Robo, you'd better say allegedly for entertainment purposes only. I think you might need to give a disclaimer. Okay, let's see. Next question. Dear Tony, do you think there is someone out there for everyone? Or do you think some people are not worthy of love? How do you find the one before it's too late? Looking for some ideas and a rebirth of hope. This is from Kelly S. Oh, Kelly. It sounds to me like you're having a little bit of a rough time. Yes, I absolutely do think there's someone out there for everyone. I really believe it. Now, do I think that it it's going to be all puppy dogs and ice cream? No, I don't. Even for people that are meant to be together. Is that going to is that going to go well guaranteed every last time? No. Negative. Tank says Everyone deserves and has someone out there. Yes. Tank and I are on the same wavelength. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I tell you what, Kelly, the older I get, I mean, I'm sure this is common. The older I get, I get this. You just get this ticking clock. It's like, it's not going to be too long. I'm going to be in the clubhouse, right? The round is over. So I just... Uh, I I more and more I would say just get out there just put yourself out there there absolutely is and I don't care I don't care where you're coming from maybe you've got uh, maybe you've got a, a nervous kid condition you got Tourette's uh, syndrome and a club foot I don't care there's still someone out there that would love you now uh, again will they be a pain in the ass sometimes yes that's the way for everything. Will um, will will the the gentleman uh, get sick of uh, of your Tourette's from time to time? Absolutely, absolutely. Will there be good times too? Yes, there would. Who wouldn't get sick of uh, you know? Let's say you're out to dinner, right? This is going to have to be a nice person. Let's face it, because if you have a club foot and if you have Tourette's, and what's the third thing I said? I can't remember the third thing I said, so let's give you dental problems, Kelly. If you have horrible uh, um, uh, crackhead teeth, Tourette's, and a club foot, you're out having dinner, you're gumming your food, right? Because you have horrible teeth. You're meowing like a cat and barking like a dog since you have Tourette's. I don't care how lovely and understanding your your fella is, from time to time, it's going to get on his nerves. That's just life. What I'm saying is, I don't care how low the bar is set. Think about these, okay, these uh, serial killers, right? These horrible, horrible serial killers. They all have girlfriends. All of them. Well, and most of them are married too, right? I mean, there's someone out there for everyone. When you least expect it. If I, you know, if I had buried some people uh, in the basement and then got caught, all right, I would not expect, you know, pen pals to be uh, fighting over me and and then finally to marry one of them. But it seems like it would probably happen. All right, Kelly, so don't lose hope. Don't lose hope. Oh, I love Tank's comment. He says, sometimes you got to go Indiana Jones and search for it. Sage advice. I love it. Um, Let's see. Amber says, not that people are are not worthy of love. Some people have the gifting... uh, the gifting of being single 
and agree not everything is puppy dogs and ice cream. Yeah, is being single a gift? I guess, I mean, there's definitely some good, good points to it. My deal, you know what I think about mostly being single? Like I was, I was thinking this last night. I'm sitting around watching TV, feeling pathetic and whatever. And like I had let my place get uh, disheveled throughout the day a little bit. And I just thought, okay, first, so if I have a grabber right now, right, and it's over, how freaking long before someone even notices and comes and find me, right? It could be days. Then, on top of that, uh, you know, they're going to see like, oh, he didn't really do the dishes, did he, from lunch? It's kind of, it's not a good look. I don't know. Tank says, love is work. It's 50-50. The trick is finding someone who doesn't mind picking up the slack if you miss your 50 and you not minding helping your partner reach their 50. I like that, Tank. Uh-oh, Amber has a good friends with Tourette's. Amber, can you give her the number to the show? I think that would be a really interesting call in. I don't, I, but I, I don't mean that to be disparaging. I would actually... I would actually straight up, I would love to talk to, but no, don't give her my number because I don't want to appear to, uh, you know. Let's see. S1Cness. Sickness. <laughs> Says, good morning, Tony. Still can't hear you, but you're looking dapper as always. Sickness. Let's figure out this audio shit, buddy. Okay, let's find a time. Work with me in Reddit. Comment back. Let's find a time. We'll do some test test live streams, and we'll I'll I'll make changes in the board. I know you know what you're talking about. My um my computer kid is addicted to weed. He's he he goes missing for days. There's no way I'm if I have a problem. There's no way I'm going to be able to fix it myself. So if you want to be part of the solution sickness, hit me up. Let me know. Good to see you, buddy. Um, Robo, you're going to have to catch the beginning of the show to figure out how my meeting with Tyro went. Uh, Let's see. Sickness, even though he doesn't like my audio, he keeps coming back. That that makes me uh, that that makes me feel good, buddy. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Uh, oh, some swing jazz music. Okay, let's see. Next letter. How are we doing on time? 748. That might be too jumpy. I added to the playlist and it's been... It's I, I'm not happy with it. Bullfrog wants to know, Tony, what secret will you take to the grave? Well, <laughs> that's a fascinating question because I can't possibly answer it, right? There actually is... There is no answer to that question. There is no answering that question. As soon as I answer it, then it's no longer a secret. Clever. Bullfrog, are you like a super smart dude? That's a very clever question. All of them go to the grave, says Tank. I like I like that. All right, next letter. Dear Tony, adding to the letter about the squirrel taxidermy guy from yesterday... Just so you know, this is kind of like a cult hobby. More people than you think are into it. If you search up on eBay and stuff, you can find little props and such that are specifically marketed to these squirrel taxidermy people. You should do a search. The pics are hilarious. This is David from Texas. That's freaking fascinating. I wondered. Yeah, we had this letter yesterday about a guy who makes a good living selling taxidermied squirrels I'm not surprised although I am a little curious when you say this is a cult hobby you're not talking about like a satanic cult kind of thing right I I think what you're saying I hope what you're saying is like it's an underground thing you know (laughs) Robo's invested in my meeting with Tyra too 
Yeah, she got exposed to the flu deal, Robo. The poor thing was all scared. Was all scared that she was going to give me the flu deal. You know, whatever. It's a whole thing. Um... <laughs> Robo says, I feel like sending something to Tony is like sending it via dog sled through the snow of Alaska. Well, then I have set things up beautifully because I want it to feel like that. I do. I want it to feel like that. You know, when we meet in person, if I have set this thing up correctly, when any of us meet in person, you're just going to... Um, you're going to want to cling to me and never let go. I'll be, it'll be like a, 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 a Bigfoot sighting, a Yeti thing, right? It'll be like, holy shit, there he is in person. Get out your cameras, get a lock of hair. <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. So this squirrel taxidermy thing is a big deal. That's lovely. What a fun hobby. I'm going to have to look into that. I'll probably never taxidermy a squirrel, though. Although I do I do want to uh, slay a squirrel and uh, have it for lunch. I do want to try that. Robo, you're so funny. Oh, Robo says, Tony, for real, though, you look fabulous today. Thank you, dear. I appreciate it. I feel fabulous too. Okay. Um, next question. Dear Tony, do you ever see yourself getting married? Are you at least open to the idea? What qualities would you look for in a lady <laughs> asking for a friend? This is from Janice from Union, Kentucky. Janice, Janice, Janice. Uh, do I ever see myself getting married? 